Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, get comfortable. Test one, two. All right, three, two, one. Nobody likes a good underdog story more than me, your host, Fred Van Vliet. Welcome to Bet On Yourself, a podcast about diverse entrepreneurs overcoming obstacles on their way to building businesses designed not just to survive, but to thrive in today's rapidly changing world. With me, as always, is my co-host and business advisor, D. Folk, a.k.a. Derek Folk, COO of Folk Williams Financial Management. How you feeling today, D? Excited. Thanks for being here. Today, our guest is Shante Bartlett. Yes. Shantae's passion for baking first started when she was a young girl helping her mother bake her signature Jamaican rum cakes, spice buns, lemon pound, yeah. and carrot cakes. So when I say these are vegan, you're going to turn your nose up. But no, this is vegan and delicious. I bet you didn't know baking could be both. She is here to take her bakery, Bake Bate, to the next level. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. Excited. Good. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're happy to have you here. So tell us a little bit more about yourself and um, how you got started. All right. Well, my name is Shante. I'm the owner of Baked by Tay. I'm born and raised here in Toronto, specifically Scarborough. Um, as you said, I grew up uh, in the kitchen around my mom. She is an excellent cook. And she's an excellent baker, and I always wanted to be around her when she was baking. Um, I used to have, like, this cooking show when I was six years old, it was, and it was, it was called Foolishness Food. Mm. <laughs> and uh, I would just be baking and pretending to teach my audience how to bake goods. Uh, so I grew up always having a fascination with food and um I have an enormous sweet tooth. <laughs> but as I grew older, I became a little bit more health conscious. And uh, I never wanted to give up on sweets. So I tried to research um, how I could make my sweets a little bit more healthier. Um, and then I transitioned to a plant-based lifestyle. So I had to research how I could make my uh, vegan baked goods and sweets delicious, have a good texture. Um, but not be overly sweet. Because I found that in my experience, a lot of the baked goods were like really sweet and had like weird ingredients that I couldn't understand. It's gotten a lot better um, within the vegan baked good community, um, providing goods that are, you know, n are not as sweet and they have good ingredients in them. So I decided to start recipe testing. So last year I spent uh, about a year um, in the kitchen doing a lot of trial and errors um, to see if I can create like a really good cookie. And I chose cookies because everybody loves cookies. Yes, they do. Um, 
So my goal was to create like great textured cookie that is full flavored and not as sweet and includes really great ingredients in them. So I, some of my ingredients are organic spelt flour, organic cane sugars, um, organic coconut sugars, and aquafaba. And my main thing is I wanted to uh, provide goods, sweets that people can feel good about eating and that are not overly sweet. And um, when they read the ingredients on the back of the label, they can feel good about it. So that's where I'm at right now, and that's how I started. That's great. Yeah. So it sounds like you, you've been baking, you know, mm-hmm. for your life, and that's what you know, and that's what you do. You got that from your mother. Mm-hmm. Um, but this uh, Baked Bate is relatively new. It's this is a new nice. journey. Okay. Yes, it is. Awesome. So <clears throat> talk to me a little bit more about where we are in terms of the business model today. Okay. Um, where, do you, where are you now, and where do you see it going? Okay, so right now I'm a online-based um, bake shop. So my customers, they find me on social media, specifically Instagram, and they can fill out a form and they can pick up their orders from me. Um, so I provide like a half dozen or a dozen assorted cookies like I have here. Um, so right now I have four different flavors. I'm exp- I'm I'm wanting to expand. However, I wanted to concentrate on four flavors. I didn't want to do too many. I just wanted to do four staple flavors and do them really well. Um, so yeah, these are the flavors that I offer. I have the the one that's in your hand. It's the um, glazed cinnamon swirl cookie. And then in Derek's hand, I have the um, glazed lemon cream cheese cake cookie and then i have the browned butter like butter and not real butter Mm -hmm. um dark chocolate chunk and then for the chocolate lovers i have the triple chocolate brownie (sighs) cookie Mm -hmm. so just four flavors but i want to expand in the future okay so listen let's just take let's just let's just pause there for a second can before we go any further can you talk to me about the the nutritional aspect of this like for somebody like myself who has yeah. the same sweet tooth as you. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, I have to uh, maintain a figure to to make, to make my money. So talk to me about what this product um, can bring to the table for somebody like me. How many calories is this? What's, what's the ingredients? Um, this is kind of like my advertisement for the team so that yeah. I can let them know. Like, yeah, that's a good, that's a good <laughs> question. That's something that my customers have asked me about, what the exact nutritional content is. Um, where I'm at in my business, I haven't gotten that far, but that's something that that's I great. do Just want to. Just pick a low to. number, yeah. Zero calorie cookies. Yeah. I love it. But the thing is, like, I'm using organic uh, spelt flour, which has is more nutrition um, nutrient dense than all-purpose flour and that's why I chose it mm-hmm. um, I get it from a Ontario farmer um, so that's where I get my spelt flour I used coconut sugar which has like a lower glycemic index than regular brown sugar and I use molasses um, to help because in brown sugar, you have molasses, and that's what gives it the cookies the chew. Mm-hmm. So because coconut sugar doesn't really have that, I added the molasses so you can get that similar texture. And then I have the aquafaba, which is which mimics egg whites. Mm-hmm. So I have like good ingredients in there, but that's definitely something moving forward that I want to have to provide for my customers the nutritional um, uh, 
nutritional value. Mm-hmm. I do try to add a lot less um, a sugar than a traditional cookie mm-hmm. because I don't like the cookies to be overly sweet. Like I want the customers to taste the flavor and not just taste like a punch of sugar, sugar in their mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, let's stay there for a second um, before we move on. Um, so how do we, how, how would somebody starting off like you, um, because I'm sure there's other bakers and um, other people that, that want to jump yeah. into this space, um, how do you approach acquiring the nutritional value? Is that just finding a nutritionist? Is it sending it into um, a warehouse for them to run tests? Or, I think or? that's what it is. Okay. I think I'm going to have to send um, my cookies to... Uh, a laboratory mm-hmm. that does, you know, that specializes yeah. in that. Okay, but that's something I am interested in yeah. doing. I think I think that would be big, especially, like I said, if that number is low, like we think it is. Um, I, I would I would definitely uh, sponsor a zero calorie <laughs> cookie. Zero calorie yeah. cookie. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, they look delicious as Thank we sit you. here. I don't know I'm if I'm gonna make one. it through the nah, interview I'm, without I'm just tasting, try one and get right? this out the way. Like I want to eat all. Are you like a chocolate lover? Oh, I love chocolate. Then I think you should try the brownie one. All right, I'll try that okay. while we talk. All right. So um, talk to us about what the ne- next level looks. Thank you. Talk to us about and share with the listeners what's the next level for um, mm. Taze Baked Goods. Talk to us. Well, my long-term goal is to have a commercial kitchen okay. um, and become like a commercial mm. wholesaler. So my vision is to become like the Canada's number one um, black and female-owned vegan cookie company or baked good company. So, so you hugged somebody we just saw. Yes. You share a common interest. You guys should talk. Yeah, I have met her. She's great. You guys should talk. Yeah. That's what I'll say, and I'll pull you to the side on that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so you wanna you wanna own your own kitchen, right? I want to have like a wholesale bakery, commercial kitchen, and my goal in the future is to have my cookies um, sold within grocery stores. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Great. So, how close are you to realizing those goals? I'm not. Cl- I'm not <laughs> close. Okay. To be honest, there's just so many steps for me to even get there, um, and logistically, it just feels like it's just a big task. Okay. Okay. Do well, it's like, not that big. It feels big. big. I think the biggest part is making a good cookie, mm-hmm. making a good product. Once mm-hmm. you make a good product, mm-hmm. there's always going to be room for it. So you it's probably not part. as big as you think. Thank you. You, you like it? Um, I mean, like it is not doing justice. But Okay, thank you. Um, yeah, like Derek said, I think just just understand this is when you're looking at the mountain, it can it always it feels, feels like it's a lot, right? As as you as you're staring up, like damn, I gotta. I got to get all the way there, but mm-hmm. all you got to do is start walking. That's all you got to do is start walking. And, and, and Derek, you know, if you want to share your analogy that, that you like to share, um, you'll be surprised at, at, at what might, you know, come your way. I think mm-hmm. something that we want to continuously share with you and the listeners is this is all about entrepreneurs and entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. And so there's, a, there's this thing called faith, right? So something was planted in your heart, a vision to create baked goods. Mm -hmm. So let's just say it was a restaurant. That's the best analogy I could give. Just start telling people I'm a restaurateur. And then you start marching towards it. And what's going to happen is somebody's going to appear in front of you and Mm -hmm. they're going to have a fork. Yeah. 
but you didn't have any utensils when you started this mission. Mm -hmm. And the next person you're going to see is going to have a stove, right? And so throughout your journey, you're going to meet the people that you need to because you already created the product. You already did the work. So I think that's what he's referencing. Yeah. We'd like to encourage you and all the listeners to go to, you know, this is called bet on yourself. Yeah. yeah. So once you get that vision, don't back away from it. Don't run from it. Don't yeah. think like, I can't do it. Just say, I'm going to walk towards it and claim it. Thank so you. let's get specific. D, while we're here, I mean, like, again, we, everybody is at different stages of um, product development and mm -hmm. where they're at in their own business. But since it, we're hearing that you're, you're pretty early on, let's just mm -hmm. flush it out while we're here and, yes. and let's get right to it. So when you say that, you know, it feels like you have so much to do, mm -hmm. what does it take? Like, let's let's actually get to it. What does it actually take? What do you need right now today to take that you feel like is going to take you to the next level? Uh, marketing. Marketing. Okay, yeah. so you want to get, you want to make the product available. Yeah. Okay, for more people to, to learn about it. You don't have a problem with supply, right? How um, much can you bake? You know, are you baking by yourself? Is it I just you? I am baking you? by myself. So it's only so many cookies you can bake at one time, I'd yeah, imagine. It is. It's uh. So this is like a side thing for me, mm -hmm. which my plan, my hope is to make this full time. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's just it's not feasible for me right now where mm -hmm. I'm at. Um, but that's what I'm looking for. And you feel pretty good about the recipe, so it, it would be something that that could be duplicated. Obviously, I mean everybody who creates and bakes, they have to have mm -hmm. their own love or whatever they they cook it with, like the timing, even everything. Like you know how to yeah, make your own I've, cookie. Yeah, I've been recipe testing for about a year before I I launched. Mm -hmm. Um, so there's a lot of trial and error. The one thing for me that's the one ingredient um, that is a little bit challenging is the egg white replacement, which is the aquafaba. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've heard of aquafaba. It is the, the, the brine from a can of chickpeas, mm -hmm. and it mimics egg white texture. Mm -hmm. So when I first was starting out, I was buying cans of chickpeas, and then I was discarding the actual chickpea and mm -hmm. keeping the brine. But honestly, it made me feel really bad because in the state that we're in, there's a lot of food insecurity, and I felt bad about, like, continuously throwing away oh, no chickpeas. Yeah. So basically, I reached out to a lot of different uh, restaurant owners in Toronto, and um, that uh, restaurant owners who I knew used chickpeas in their menu, mm -hmm. and I asked them, yeah, would I be able to work with you and buy your... Um, aquafaba your mm -hmm. brine which you would normally discard mm -hmm. uh for price mm -hmm. and you know some of the restaurant owners didn't respond mm -hmm. um there was one that told me they know the value of aquafaba and they weren't willing to give it to me but i actually ended up finding um one chef who was willing to work with me so now i get my aquafaba from him, which I'm very, very happy. That's nice. probably one of the things that I'm most proud about because I, I want to have a, like a sustainable um, business, mm -hmm. and I don't want to contribute to the food wastage. Right. So. I've never heard that term, aquafaba. Yeah. How'd you find that out? Like I'm listening to the terms you're using. How'd you find that out? Honestly, I just love researching. Okay. And I'm like, there has to be a way to, um, you know, get an egg replacement that's not egg. And there's different types of egg replacements, and I tried most of them. Some of them are flaxseed, like ground flaxseed, ground chia seed, um, cornstarch. 
applesauce, but none of them really worked in terms of the texture that I was trying to achieve. And then I discovered aquafaba. It's very niche. Like, a lot of people don't know about it. And when I tell them about it, they, like, look at me like I'm crazy. Um, but it does mimic the texture of egg white. So when you beat it up uh, for, like, a minute or two, it stiffs up like egg whites. And it's really cool. Mm. So did you go to St. Google to find out, like, <laughs> Maybe egg whites. I mean, how do you? I'm just blown away that you went down this path and the research you did. So, yeah, YouTube University, Google University. Okay. I just honestly, I love, I love researching. Right. And even though the listeners may have a different product, I think what I'm, what we're pulling out of you or what I'm Mm -hmm. getting from you is you did the research. You did the work. I did a lot of research. You weren't willing to stop. You had a vision and so you you kept going. Watching documentaries. I mean, I don't have a culinary background, but I have a passion. Okay. And I, I... I am good at researching, so I use that to my strength. Okay. And there's a lot of information out there. You just have to find it if you, you're, you're wanting to find it. And you do have to um, do a lot of testing. Like, I had to do a lot of recipe testing. And there would be times where I would get so frustrated because I wasn't getting the outcome that I wanted. Um, so that's why it took me so long. So curious to know, Fred touched on a little bit. Hmm. How many cookies can you bake at a time? You got one oven? I got one oven. So how many cookies can you bake at a time? I'm curious. Um, well, right now I'm doing only one day a week, so Saturdays. So okay. customers can place their orders in um, online, and then Saturday they can pick it up. Uh, realistically, I can do about 10 dozen. Okay. When I first launched... Um, I was surprised about how much people ordered from me, especially I, I launched like January of this year, that's the height of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know if anyone would purchase from me. I ended up having this one girl. She actually, she's from Toronto, but she lives in Australia and she ordered 10 dozen cookies from me <laughs> and she didn't even know me. She made you work a whole weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I had other orders as well. Um, so she ended up purchasing cookies for all of her friends back in Toronto. And I just, I was so blown away by that. Mm-hmm. Like, for someone who doesn't know me, trust me with their hard owned uh, hard Your product orders. is good. Thank Your you. Your product is good. I'm, I'm already thinking about all my vegan friends in mm-hmm. the States yeah. that I can ship them to. So yeah. is it portable? Can you ship it? I would love to get there, but I'm not there. Shipping is very difficult as well. So there's just so many things that I want to do, but... Okay. I just need someone stop, to help me. You? I just people to mentor me, like just give me, me assistance. Yeah. I like I didn't even think that I could ever be a entrepreneur or a business owner. Even saying that it feels weird because mm-hmm. I never grew up with any business owners well, in my family. Yeah, I mean the first the first I don't know when it was, but the first cookie you sold, you're an entrepreneur now. Like that's mm-hmm. it. That's, that's all it means. It's not. Mm-hmm. Anything fancy or, you know, there's different People levels. make it sound it might, very fancy. It might have been the lemonade stand you had yeah. when you were a little girl, right? <laughs> right we said, all do that, right? Yeah, you, um, you know, you, that's where it starts at. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you just said something that we've heard a lot of, which is mentorship. And, mm-hmm. and I made a comment earlier that, um, or I talked about the fact that a lot of people think, I think there's three things that gets a business going, right? Part of it is over there on that wall. It says mm-hmm. bet on yourself, right? So that's you. That's you saying, I'm going to bake this cookie or I'm going to create this baked good company. Second thing is capital, right? Yeah. Now, there's two kinds of capital. Most people think they need money, but 
But you just said mentorship. Yeah. I think that's Talk very... to us about that. Because if you can collaborate or have someone mentor you who's gone down your path, that's very valuable. Like knowledge is very, very valuable to me. Um, so if I could collaborate or be mentored by someone who has a similar background to me, not like, you know, physically, but mm -hmm. just with their experience and just help me navigate the system because there's so much to learn. Like even like the financial aspect, like me trying to keep a tab of like my expenditures and, you know, this no, stuff that's is a real not thing. cheap. Yeah, it's expensive yeah, when you're starting out. What's your what's your point of sale right now? How do you how do you make your sales? So um, they can order, customers can order from me directly, but my cookies are also sold within the Black-owned Toronto retail store within Scarborough Town Center. So they can order the cookies as you see them here, like individually. Mm -hmm. um, so I've gotten a lot of exposure that way, and I'm really grateful for that opportunity. Um, do you do you have an I mean, I know you're in, into baked goods. Like, do you have... Um, an idea on like the shelf life like like I mean like yeah. all of these are really soft like yeah how so, long do they stay that way um so the shelf life is no more than five days because they don't have that much preservatives in them right. that's good. so that's they're fresh they're very fresh I yeah. ideally when I when I was um when the opportunity came up for me to uh, have my products sold within Black-owned Toronto, I wasn't sure because of the packaging. Mm -hmm. I feel like the cookies are best sold, like, fresh, fresh, mm -hmm. without the plastic. Mm -hmm. And I really didn't want to use plastic. Mm -hmm. um, but I thought that this was such a great opportunity for exposure and getting my name out there. 1,000%. Um, so I decided is there to some go. Is there some type of... Uh, a plant, you know, based or, or vegan friendly packaging that that you that you've researched that that yeah, and it's very expensive. Yes, it is. It's very expensive. Okay, so we're hearing uh, capital. We need a little bit of capital. Yeah, we need some mentorship. Yes, it's very expensive. Um, I researched that. I wanted to be like an eco friendly, minimal wastage. You know. That was my vision in the beginning, and then I'm like, oh, that's very expensive. Yeah, that's, and that's are... that's eventually where I want to go back to, but starting off, it's just not realistic. Now you're an entrepreneur. These so are got, the decisions so we have to in, make. Yeah, you got to build that into your product cost then, huh? Yeah. Okay. But then, you know, some people, like, I feel like now everyone's baking cookies. Everyone's a baker. Like, if you go on social media, everyone's doing it. So for there's some people that are like, well, why would I buy her cookies that cost X amount when I can go to another person to buy cookies that are like significantly cheaper. But the reason why they cost the way they do is the type of ingredients that I'm using. Um, so how much do these cost? How much is a dozen? A dozen is thirty eight fifty. Thirty eight fifty for yeah. a dozen cookies. Yeah. So half a dozen is twenty three fifty. Nice. Um, and then in the black owned Toronto store I sell them for three dollars and seventy five cents each. Singles. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For some people that may be considered expensive, but they're about 80 to 90 grams per cookie and they have quality ingredients um, in them. So I think your consumers will go where you go. You mm -hmm. know, um, you talked about, you know, being expensive. Um, I think most people who focus on plant based um, nutrition or vegan based nutrition, they already yeah. spend more for their food. That is you true. You know what I mean? Because they're, they're like, yeah. This is my nutrition decision, right? Yeah. So um, I think that's part of it. I think the other thing, going back to your packaging, you know, your, your, 
the food is good. We both Thank tasted you. it. He ate a lot more than his. <laughs> I just didn't want my 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 package to rattle yeah, during me, this, me, this yeah. call, me right? Too. Me but, too. As long as they can stay that that state they in right yeah. now for another forty five minutes, yeah, yeah. They, I, I think they're not gonna make it home. I think you think about that package. That package would mean a lot because yeah. you know we all make product choices, and some of yes. our product choices can be more expensive than the next person would pay, mm-hmm. but that product still walks out of that store. You know what I mean? Exactly. And uh, packaging, I tell a lot of people mm-hmm. in today's world, if you look at everything from our iPhones to whatever, packaging matters. It does. You know, there's a story about Steve Jobs, if you've ever read his book. Um, you ever look at the back of your iPhone? You have an iPhone? Yeah, I do. You know, it's not a commercial for Apple, but yeah. if you ever look at your iPhone or iPad, any device, mm-hmm. the back of them look better than the front. And and in the book it talks about Steve Jobs painted a fence one time. His dad told him to paint a fence, and he goes and paints the fence, and he paints the front of it, mm-hmm. and he's excited. He goes in and tells his dad, "I finished the job." And his dad came out, then look at the front. He looked at the back and yeah. said, "What about the back?" Yeah. So that's why iPhones look. It's you true. Know, and then you look the at experience. most products you buy today, everything from, you know, makeup to It's whatever. a whole experience. You the know? packaging is. The packaging, you know? so, yeah. So don't be afraid of the pra- packaging costs. I mean, I don't know what your budget is to yeah. do it, but yeah. I mean, I'll it's going to add to yeah. that value. I would be Thank interested you. to hear more about that. I, I guess <clears throat> before we go any further into your baked goods business model, I would like to know more about what it is that you do now versus because what I'm hearing is that this is your passion. This mm-hmm. is what you want to do full time. So what do you actually do? Like what do you do on a daily basis? That's uh, not on Saturdays. No, I I'm a registered nurse. That's my profession. Okay. So I have an emergency room background. Mm-hmm. Um so I don't work at the bedside right now. Mm-hmm. Um so I work from home. Yeah. Uh as a registered nurse. So that's what I do. Yeah, okay. Awesome. Full-time. But you want to you want to pursue this full time absolutely so what would that take are you gonna wait for the demand or are you like it's like the demand okay so you're gonna I want, like a steady clientele steady customer base i feel like i'm so appreciative of the black on toronto um store current the owner is amazing and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm so happy for all the other business owners in that store but i feel like since i've started in that store like people go there and get the cookies and they don't and they don't contact you no yeah. And it right. was like a dramatic decrease mm-hmm. um, since I started selling my cookies out of that store. Okay, so, nice. Yeah, you're still so, winning though. Yeah, you Thank are. Thank you. Can we can we talk about um, maybe maybe talk a, like just real quickly about your margins? Like, what does it take you to to make a cookie? You said you talk about the how expensive the ingredients are and yeah. things like that. So if what 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 does it take you to bake? A dozen or half dozen versus like how did you come up with that with the with the pricing? Okay, so my most expensive ingredients are the um, the organic spelt flour mm-hmm. that is uh, for about like a twenty uh, kg bag. It's can run me about like ninety dollars. Mm-hmm. And how many how many cookies does that provide you? That can yield me about uh, ten dozen. Okay. I'm following you. Yeah. And then the plant-based uh, margarine is another very expensive mm-hmm. cost. I did contact um, a very popular uh, vegan margarine company, and I asked if I could get their 
you know, their product wholesale, mm-hmm. but they want to sell it to me like on a very large scale. Mm-hmm. And I'm not there yet. Not there yet. Like, where am I going to put all this, uh, this inventory? You know, it's going to go to waste. So I'm like, oh, I can't. And I asked, I'm like, can I get something, um, so a smaller amount of quantity? And mm-hmm. They're just. Can I, ask you a, can I ask you a personal question? Sure. How, how hard was it to, to get your registered nurse job? It was so hard. Yeah. Lots of headache. Right. Many years. I'm very proud to be a registered nurse, and right. I think nurses are absolutely amazing, and I appreciate everything that they're doing, especially the ones working the bedside, honestly. Um, it was terribly hard. Yeah. And my career has not been easy working yeah. in the emergency room. Yeah, no, my yeah. My little sister works works at a hospital, so oh, yeah. that's why I asked that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I guess for me, I mean, like, I'm just hearing the, the eagerness to – jump out of the window but it just yeah. I, I can feel the uncertainty just yeah. looking at you i can feel that you're uncertain about it yeah so i guess what i'm trying to get out of you is like what do you think it's gonna take because it's only gonna come from you yeah. like there's nothing we can tell you today that's gonna make you feel better about doing it like yeah. i'm the wrong person to talk <laughs> to because i'm gonna tell you to quit your job like oh, yesterday God. but that's just that's just how i, I think that's how it's I'm like built. A, they I think one of the biggest hurdles for me is like the mindset and like the confidence piece. Like, Mm -hmm. can I actually do it? Because to be honest, when in Toronto, you don't see many like people of color doing like vegan baked goods. You really don't. Okay, but that's one way to look at it. Or you can say that there's nobody doing it. Yeah, so then that's why I want to, you know. That's why you're here today. So when you you just said you want to, you Mm -hmm. already did it. Yes. You already did it. You just haven't crossed all the way over, but you already did it. You mm-hmm. made the cookies, mm-hmm. and you've you've made a good cookie. Thank you. Yeah, all right. So we'll, we'll come back to that. We'll okay. come back to that. Think about that for a second. So talk to us maybe just more about your personal journey and, like, some of the obstacles that you faced in even starting this. I know you just spoke about self-confidence. Mm-hmm. And, and talk about, like, the mindset to um, get over some of those those hurdles that you face. Yeah, so as I said before, the mindset – um, peace was a big hurdle for me, like not thinking that I could be an entrepreneur. However, um, through social media, I have connected with other small business owners and entrepreneurs, and I've, you know, they've shared their journey and their experience with me, and it's been really inspiring. And I'm like, okay, well, if they can do it, then I can do it. They start off small, and I'm starting off small as well. So just like getting to know other business owners. And their experience has given me more motivation and inspiration um, to keep going and going after what I what I want and believe in. So um, another hurdle has been like getting a steady flow of customers outside of, you know, black owned Toronto. Mm-hmm. And also it's like getting these wholesalers, to, you know, to provide, to provide because like I keep emailing, mm-hmm. I email them, I follow up and sometimes they just don't it's respond. Tough. Tough. And, uh, yeah, you know. yeah, no, I, I mean, for me, just I will, I will try to draw a parallel here. Like I started my own clothing line, you know, a long time ago. Well, not a long time ago, five years ago. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I just started as T-shirts for myself. I wanted T-shirts and clothes because I didn't have an endorsement deal through the NBA. Mm-hmm. Um, then my friends wanted it. OK, then now my family wants it. And now yeah. before you know it, my community wants it. And it grows. Right. And, and for the longest, maybe three, even probably three and a half, almost four years, we've been 
dying to find like a manufacturer, like somebody yeah. with a one-stop shop who can get us our, our, our product at a good margin and we can give it to the people for what we sell it for, right? Yeah. Like, like that's the thing that you chase and it's like, especially for us, you know, being black and brown, it's hard to crack through those yeah. walls of like getting to the other side. But all I'm telling you is just be ready because yeah. like you're gonna if you don't stop you're gonna find it and, yeah. and i just want you from the moment you walk out of here mm -hmm. to let this be your last day being unsure about it because you. you got the you yeah. got the hard part we deal with people every day and, mm -hmm. and every week that are trying to figure out what they want to do and they have ideas but they don't have product or they have product and they don't know what to do with mm -hmm. it but like I would I would feel better about having good product and and not knowing what to do with it than than vice versa. Thank you. Because <clears throat> Derek probably can speak to this a little bit more. The business part is not as scary as as people think it is. It's just the fear of the unknown. Yeah. But then as soon as you learn it, you're like, oh wow, that's all it is to it. Okay. And, and then, that's what I want. I just that's want it. Someone to help me navigate this. You'll get there. I mean, yeah. this 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 show. That's what the show is about. And, yeah. Uh, I think we'll all be surprised at, at who listens, how many people listens, and, mm -hmm. and what these things are going to open up. Um, so what do you think, D? You want to you, – I mean, okay, so we went from your RN, we went from that. So did – I want to know, did the baking thing come more as a result of the pandemic, or was it something that you already do, wanted to do and now that you're at home, it was easier? Well, it was interesting because my sister and my brother-in-law were all on the balcony. Like, this was, like, last year, you know, September. And we're like, I think we need to come up with something that we can have for our own because we're, you know, we're working for other people and, we like, we appreciate our jobs. But we need to tap in, into our talents and our strengths and so we can have something for our own and build something, right? I think that's important if you have the resource to do it because not, it's not feasible for everybody. Um, so we're just brainstorming. We're like, well, what can we do? And I always know that I love cooking and I love baking. So I'm like, well, let me see what I can, like, let me start recipe testing. So it kind of started uh, from there, yeah. So what what would you say has been the biggest surprise, you know, during your journey so far? What what surprised you? Honestly, what surprised me? I know this may sound like bad, but like that people believed in me and bought from me, and they had no no idea who I was. I had like basically like no followers on social media, and they still trusted me and they purchased from me. Honestly, that was the most heartwarming feeling. Um, so that really touched me that people trusted me enough. To place an order it really did oh, that's interesting that you say that i think of all the large companies we see in the world the mm -hmm. conglomerates i used to work for a small company called walt disney <laughs> and uh i think about the story that you know when you work there there was a guy named walt who started it it mm -hmm. was one guy yeah hmm. one guy it wasn't like the company everybody knows with theme parks it was one guy mm -hmm. and he was a great visionary but he's awful businessman hmm or awful business person, mm -hmm. and his brother joined his journey, and the rest is history, and then a bunch of other smart people came along. And I always like to say to entrepreneurs, and I want everybody listening to hear this, it's always one person. Ford, Ford was not a big company. It was yeah. Henry Ford. <laughs> McDonald's was two brothers. Yeah. Right? 
So you're just, you're no different than them. Mm -hmm. And the world makes us think that we all have to be these large things, yeah. but they were all one person they with all a vision. Off. Yeah. They all started with, with a vision. Mm -hmm. You're that vision. Keep yeah. your vision and Thank keep you. going. Yeah, I, I love that. I, I love that. I, um, let's. I want to talk about um, something you touched on earlier. As there's no, you don't see any black people or black women mm -hmm. um, with with vegan baked goods. Um, I have a daughter. Derek has a daughter. I have sisters. Mm -hmm. Can you talk about the motivation behind being that black woman, that black business entrepreneur, to enter a field that you haven't seen mm -hmm. anybody do? So. Let's talk about the uncertainty there, yeah. but also, you know, how powerful that could be. As you said, you were mm -hmm. six years old with, with, yeah. with your own baking show. Yeah. Talk about that. Well, we know that representation matters. And I just feel like, um, you know, sorry, I lost my train of thought. We're going to talk about Take the representation time. matters. Yeah. So I just feel like. You know, if I'm able to create something um, of baked good that has whole ingredients, like good quality ingredients, it may encourage another person of color into the plant-based community. Because I feel like this can, may be like a gateway, you know, like maybe they weren't interested in plant-based, you know, vegan lifestyle. Not that I'm trying to convert anybody, but, you know. Perhaps they may share my cooking and be like, oh, I never thought that, you know, um, a vegan cookie could taste like this. And, you know, maybe I want to try different products, um, like different plant-based products. Um, and because I'm a person of color, I'm a black female, I think, you know, that may inspire other, you know, younger people of color to, you know, try different things that they're not normally exposed to. Okay. So. That's good. So we've experienced these over the last year and a half or yeah. so. The whole globe has experienced these things that just shook us all, but it made us sit still, right? There mm -hmm. was a pandemic, and there was a social movement called Black Lives Matter. Yeah. How has that shaped you, your thinking, and what opportunities do you see arising from that? Oh, I think that people are trying to be more conscientious of where they spend their money, and I think that with the uh, awareness, you know, a, a lot of black um, and brown business owners, they face a lot of discrimination and hardships in trying to get, scale their business and get loans from the bank and all this type of thing. So I think that people are trying to become more educated and aware about this and support where they can. Um, and I, I definitely feel like it's had an impact on my business because I have had a lot of like just random people support me, right? Um, so for me, I do think it's important to continue on and just press through, even though there's a lot of uncertainty, because I feel like, you know, me being in this space, there are a few other black vegan uh, big good companies in Toronto, but it's just not many. And I think that we need to be more represented in this space because it's important um, to show a different lifestyle. Like, we're in this community as well. We're just not often represented as much as I would like to see here in Toronto. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. 
United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Awesome. Yeah. All right, D folk. How we gonna how we gonna help Shantae and, and um Bake Bate? What give me your thoughts. Um why well, I, I made a couple notes. One, you talked about marketing. <laughs> um in today's world I find me a very sharp, talented young person on the internet, right? <laughs> you know, maybe a college student or somebody somebody who's looking to really show the world that they know how to market. <laughs> that might be a great inexpensive um, way to get a marketing expert on your side, mm-hmm. right? Um, the other thing you talked about was a food kitchen. I know a lot of people who bake and, and, and they do different things, but you you mentioned getting a kitchen. A lot of people rent kitchens because there's a lot of places that will rent their kitchens. And particularly after pandemic, I'm certain there's probably a lot of restaurants because they're trying to make up that revenue yeah. that you might be able to rent their kitchens. Mm-hmm during their downtime. So you might want to explore rent in the kitchen. Okay. Okay. In mm-hmm. the short term. Um, I definitely want to come back to the packaging because I think the packaging is important. So mm-hmm. when you can afford it personally to make that investment, yeah. invest in that packaging. Yeah, it okay? is important. Yeah. Um, you mentioned mentors. Mm-hmm. Again, that's something that I'm glad to hear people saying it because people are realizing their own limitations to growing their company. Right. So, um, when we go off air, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna put. You, I'm gonna mention something to you about okay. a mentor, somebody I think you should team up with. But um, look at people in the food service business, right? Because mm-hmm. you'd be surprised how many people often are willing to help if you just ask, right? So don't be afraid to ask. And then you talked about the supply chain. Um, you know, you probably are gonna have to continuously reach out. You talked about sugar. You talked about the egg replacement, the aquafaba? Correct. Yes. <laughs> that was a test, right? <laughs> See if I was paying attention. I couldn't okay. spell it, but, Good. Um, but you know, continue to press that supply chain issue because mm-hmm. I'm sure if you press it enough or if you go meet with those people and tell them who you are, you know, again, that, that thing about marching towards your destination, yeah. somebody's going to say, I'll tell you what, I believe in you. I'm going to cut the cost for you. Okay? Awesome. So don't be afraid. Just go ask. For everything you want, those would be my keys. Thank you. Awesome. All right. So here, here, here's my spiel. I, I mean, first, I guess I have more questions for okay. you than I have like uh, advice, right? Mm-hmm. Because um, you know, I'm still young. I'm a, I'm a young business owner myself. I'm still getting my footing. So I guess like one thing I want to start asking people more of, and this is something that me and Derek talk about all the time, is like if you were to walk into the bank tomorrow, right, and yeah. you wanted to take out a loan for Bake by Tay. Yeah. What number would you ask for? Uh, uh, 25K. 25K. Yeah. So, D. So I'm going to say something to you, right? Yeah. 
in today's world, I, I just went through this myself. Mm-hmm. Our company is 60 years old, minority-owned company, and we mm-hmm. do pretty dang well. Yeah. Right? We represent people like Fred. Mm-hmm. I know personally if I were a little bit different, mm-hmm. my, my tone was a little bit different, yeah. there'd be people knocking on my door, right? Absolutely. But it, anyway, I'm going to keep getting over those hurdles, and that's what I'm going to encourage you. But here's the thing I've learned. Somebody wanted to introduce me to somebody a couple weeks ago. He's a billionaire. He said, how much are you going to ask for that exact question? Yeah. I thought, you know, somewhere between 5 and $10 million. Mm-hmm. And he looked at me and said, that's not enough. Why? Because when people think of these companies in today's world with hedge funds and all this big money out there, mm-hmm. 25000 is a gift. It's, it's, not, it's not like you're going to create this behemoth of a company. Mm-hmm. So don't be afraid to ask for a million or some millions, right? I know, I know you're <laughs> laughing. You think, I, but they're not paying attention to us. Yeah, it's true. That's that's just enough to say, oh, we gave you something. Mm-hmm. But that's not enough to grow your business and get your business to that next level. So when you're you right. walk in the door, mm-hmm. be bold, right? Take okay. time to create your budget. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the flour costs ninety dollars a bag. <laughs> Expensive. So twenty five thousand ain't gonna get a bunch of bags of flour. It's true, right? It's and they not gonna get true. you the kitchen. You know what he's trying to point out is, we have to be bold. And, mm-hmm. You know, when we talk about Black Lives Matter, we know we've been shut out. So we trying to, everybody else got a five mile head start on us. Absolutely. So they plan yeah. with billions, and we plan with thousands, and we yeah. can't let that happen. Ask for millions. Okay. No, absolutely. 1, I agree with that. That's what um, my second question would be: um, you, you spoke about um, your mom baking a lot with you, right? Yeah. Um, what would would what does she do now? Is, is she, she's retired. Okay, she's re- oh even better. Yeah. There we go. Now we got another baker in the house, right? Yeah. Somebody you could work with. Now working with family is often difficult, as me and Derek both know. But there you go. You got help right there. Yeah, she's amazing. For, for free, if if no, I pay her. Okay, <laughs> she's my first employee. Oh wow, that's I do. Dope. Now, yeah. now, will she take orders? So to speak? No. No. Okay. okay. I pay her to, because she assists me with yes. like the packaging. Yeah. Okay. So I give, you know, I give her a little bit. Mm-hmm. She puts her love into your she product. She does. Okay. Yeah. And Absolutely. she cares about it just as much yeah. as I do. Yeah. Shout out to mom. Yeah. All right. Oh. Cool. Now yeah. you're not by yourself. You got no, mom. No. Okay. So yeah. let's, let's just go down my list real quick. So if, if that 25, we'll talk about that later. Mm-hmm. So, um, I would I would, I would be interested to see how your business would change with a better POS system. Right. So if we got you on, you know, we don't have to say the name, but if we got you with one of these POS systems mm-hmm. where, you know, you, you could dress the website up however you want is is e-commerce is on your phone because you're yeah. essentially doing e-commerce anyway. Correct. Yeah. Now, the hard part would be figuring out like that five day window of big times. Right. But yeah. we can get there. I would be interested in a POS system or a website, a mobile mobile, you know, shopping on the mobile mm-hmm. or even if it's just Instagram shop, right? Yeah. That's something that's very doable. Um I would be more interested in adding a partner mm-hmm. to help you take some of the load off, you know, so you can just bake mm-hmm. and and come up with ideas and and where you see the vision going and there's this other person here who's going to take care of all the things that you don't feel good about yet. That you, but you want to learn. You need somebody that can do mm, it and yeah. teach you along the way. Mm-hmm. You, you're speaking about a mentor. I yeah. would say find somebody that can do the job with you and mm. help you along the way. No, that makes sense. Yeah, be hard to find maybe, but you know, I'm sure you never we, know. You never know. Never know. Um, you spoke about 
getting the word out. Okay, so now what are, what is our marketing strategy? <laughs> right. Okay. So something to think about. Yeah. These are not hot seat questions, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I just want to. We want to leave you here, and and hopefully you can't sleep tonight because you're thinking about oh, all this, this stuff. That's the best. That's the best type of nights to have. Yeah, he did that to me. Yeah. We were together a month ago in Miami, and I have I I didn't get any rest after we left yeah, Miami for a month because yeah. he planted something with me yes. that made me think. And when yeah. I said I haven't been able to sleep, he said. That's good. That means yeah. you were thinking. That's yeah. the best. That's yeah. the best type of nights. And and um, we don't want we don't want stress. I'm, I'm not promoting that, but no, yeah. we want those wheels turning Anxious. because yeah. that's that's where good anxiousness. Yeah. yeah, that's that's where the magic happens. So, right. marketing strategies, mm-hmm. um, whether that's Instagram, whether that's testimonials, whether that's uh, partnering with a, a wellness company or fitness or whatever because you know the that that plant-based lifestyle mm-hmm. is is really booming right now it really is and, and people are taking a more holistic approach to wellness and health and especially with the pandemic and everything mm-hmm. that's going on so that would be something i would think about and then i think i would if i was to join you as on the business side i would be more interested to dive into your your numbers and your books in terms of how can we increase that margin mm. um because what I'm I'm feeling the hesitancy because you know how much the product costs, but yeah. you don't want to raise the price too much because you're just starting out. Yeah. So how can we increase those margins, get the product at a bigger scale? Because that's how wholesalers work. They yeah. want to sell you five thousand pounds of aquaphor, whatever it is, <laughs> when it's not aquafaba. Aquafaba is a cream. <laughs> yeah, aquafaba. Yeah, they want to sell you 5,000 pounds when you might only be asking for five. That's that's how wholesaling works. Yeah. So I, w- I would be more interested in, in how we could tackle that issue mm-hmm. because I feel like if you, if you were able to increase on those margins it would give you more revenue it would Definitely give you would. you know more more room to play with and then that way you wouldn't be scrambling for capital you would have the capital i kind of like just break even now right yeah right and it's hard to quit your job when you're just breaking even yeah you understand so yeah. um yeah I, I would those those would be my things okay. i think that for sure you should get you should add the nutritional value because yeah. the whole catch of the cookie is that it's healthy right Healthier. Healthier. Yeah. Which is healthy. Yeah. Right? Can I add something to the marketing? Sure. So just as you two were discussing, and he was sharing with you, I I went on Instagram, Mm -hmm. and there are so many different vegan sites. Are you registered on any of these, promoting your cookies? I am not. Okay. So we just helped you a little bit right there. You did. Because that might be a million people. It might be a thousand. But there's people there who are posting under the title vegan on Instagram. So by the time we by the time you leave here, I'm hoping that we'll look up and see you posting on there. So uh my other thing would be since D said that, do you are you obviously you said you are a plant based lifestyle, right? Mm -hmm. So I'm sure you have your plant based stores or restaurants or or places that you go to to eat and get your food. Mm -hmm. Yeah, next time you go take a batch of cookies and say, hey, um, have you heard of this thing called Black Lives Matter? (laughs) Oh, yeah, well, we need some representation. Um, What do you think about a young black woman with a a vegan cookie um, that's healthier? I actually did do that. How'd Um, that go? So it was it's like a very popular cafe um, in Toronto, mm-hmm. and I presented my cookies to the head chef, mm-hmm. and she really loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, however, she wanted to um, put a twist on the cookies, like mm-hmm. she wanted to use a product that 
is known in her store mm -hmm. and have me um, create like a whole new cookie. Mm -hmm. um, so I said, yeah, I can recipe test and I can, you know, see where it uh where it leads me and then she was also gonna um provide me with aquafaba as mm -hmm. well um but i don't know it just and nothing ever came of it like nice. she kind of just f fell off and i didn't want to keep on like pestering her and she already told me that she really loved the product but she mm -hmm. had to follow up with the owners of the cafe uh, yeah and okay then... so what's the name of this cafe <laughs> am i allowed to say yeah okay yeah it's cafe launder Okay, so Cafe Launder, when you hear this, we, we need to get um, our girl Shantae. You got you got to hear her and hear her better next time. And, um, you know, some of us, we need we just need a little better opportunity. That's all. Yeah, we'll come eat at the restaurant and take a couple cookies with us, yeah, right? Or not. But we want to we want to we want to uh, uh, lead with love mm -hmm. and we want to support and we want to uplift everybody at the same time. We don't want to have to boycott places because that's not fun. And I, and I think what Fred is really touching on that I want to share with you and mm -hmm. every listener is there's a footprint. What I found on Instagram is there's a footprint that says here's where all the vegans exist. What he just said, there's you said one restaurant mm -hmm. in Toronto. Hmm. I would imagine there's probably plenty of restaurants. There's a lot. So mm -hmm. you should wake up on Saturday. If mom drives, mom wakes up on Saturday. Mom, I'm going to give you a box of cookies, two boxes. Let's go deliver them to these vegan restaurants and say they're yours. Taste them. Call us, and we'll bring you some more. But Start the next one you yeah. buy in. Start knocking on those doors. Yes. Yeah, you're right. Start I still have to like, put myself exists. out there. Yeah. That's the distribution footprint mm -hmm. that you need, right? Cause, yeah. Because they already found the customers. So you want their customers. Yeah. Give them the cookies. No, I, know. I need to be more. And also, I mean, we don't we don't need to get into all of your financials, but we don't know how much disposable income you have. But mm -hmm. I, I would say, you know, one thing Derek has shared with me quite a bit and, and it works for us is like the first thing you should do is invest in yourself. Mm -hmm. So um, RN, you know, that's it's not a terrible job. I know Toronto is very expensive. It is. But um, like he's saying, what what would it take you to front the bill on a dozen or half a dozen and start and, and pick those restaurants out because that chef you met, um, she loved it, mm -hmm. right? Now, she may have ran into some resistance at a certain level. Yeah. You know, that's that's how it goes. But yeah. you might, the next door might be the one. Mm -hmm. And if that ain't it, then you got to keep knocking on those doors and mm -hmm. all it takes is one to open and boom, now now we're in the, in the door and if she was going to provide the aquafaba, I'm sure the next chef will provide the aquafaba. So mm -hmm. don't stop knocking just because... You get some resistance yeah. at a certain level because it's it's gonna take trial and error, trial and error, trial yeah. and error, trial and error. Um, and it just depends on if you want to go broke doing it. Like, how much do you love it, and how much are you willing no, to risk? No, I, I really, I really do believe in the product. I'm very passionate. It keeps me up at night. Like, there's times where, like, I probably shouldn't say this, but I'm at work, and you know, when I'm done my work, like, I, you know, research and like stuff multitasking. My yeah. yeah, well, you're a nurse. That's yeah. in the health industry, so yeah. that's great. I got a question though. Mm -hmm. You mentioned when this started, you were on the on the uh, deck or the patio with your sister and your brother in law. Yes. What happened to them in this journey? So my sister, she's also a nurse, mm -hmm. and she also has her own business as uh -huh. well. So she she's way more entrepreneurial than me. Like she's been doing, she's started so many different businesses, and she has like the hustle mentality. And she's always told me, she's like, you need to start something. You have to. She's like. You know, people say the multiple streams of income, and mm -hmm. I was just like, okay, whatever. But, like, you know, when the pandemic hit and, you know, with all this stuff going on with Black Lives Matter and, you know, you see how 
how much uh, progress we as a community need to make. I'm like, you know what? Let me just put myself out there and just try. So since sister's the hustler, she is. You can't bring her over. You can't like lure her over. She was on the patio with you or on the deck and said, "Let's she, go do it." She does provide me with a lot of great emotional support. Like okay. she is. Like I get a lot of ideas from her, and she's very much a go getter. She's like, "No, you got to do this. Don't wait." Like she has the hustle mentality. I'm I'm not I'm growing into that, <laughs> but yeah. On a personal note, is she the big sister or little? She's sister? the big sister. Okay, yeah. So she leads by example. Yeah. Okay, that's great. All that's right, so good. yeah, we yeah. might need a partner. We might need some mentorship. We might need some capital. The product is good. Thank you. Um, product is great. Thanks. And you know, this is the part of the show that that the listeners need to hear because everybody is at different stages of developing their company and their business and their mm-hmm. entrepreneurship. Um, you're not the first person to go through all of these things. You won't be the last person to go through all of these things. So mm-hmm. this is going to be very valuable for a lot of people out there. Yeah, um, on this side of the table, me yeah. and Derek always just like to um, give positivity no, and encouragement. It. I do. Um, because like I said, like, there's really no secrets to it. Like, there's nothing, there's no magic pill, there's not a magic book that can tell you yeah. how to become the world's best uh, a vegan baker. Um, like, you just got to go try. Mm-hmm. And, and it's not always going to be pretty. Um, you're going to fail. You're going to stumble. You're going to lose money. Oh, yeah. You're going to spend money. Lots. But yeah. the ones that we've experienced, and, and Derek has a lot of experience, mm-hmm. is the people that just don't stop. I think most successful people have a story of failure. Failure is good. You need to fail. Especially if you're the kind of person who are willing to get up and dust your knees off and keep going. I've failed at a lot of things in my life, but it's made me stronger. It's given me better perspective, and I learned from it. Awesome. Uh, I'm really happy that we got to talk to Shantae. Um, There's something special about uh, young people who are figuring it out and and doing something special kind of without even realizing it. So um, for people like Shantae who are transitioning, you know, we talk about people hustling, transitioning, um, you know, starting as hustlers to transition that into being a real boss and running a real business. Um, I think one thing we always talk about is staying on on top of those expenses, Um, even in the early stages, that can make a difference. Yeah, well, you know, we always talk about that budgeting, right? That budgeting is very important. And QuickBooks is the perfect tool that people can use to help them, you know, keep track of all their expenses. And uh, one of the things that I, you know, I, I recall about Shantae, one of the things that comes to mind with Shantae is the fact that, you know, she talked about how expensive some of her uh, products were, like that flower. So, you know, she may want to be able to track that. And she doesn't want to buy any more, invest in more inventory than what she needs. So QuickBooks is the perfect tool to help her do that, which will really help her increase her margin and pay attention to her costs. You know, QuickBooks will really help Shantae sync up her bank and credit card transactions. She'll be able to track all those. She'll be able to keep track of what she's selling, manage her inventory pretty precisely, which I think will help improve her margins. And then she can also use it to invoice her clients, right? So um, she doesn't have to keep track of that. So she can use QuickBooks for invoicing and keeping track of payments as well. The cookies were good as somebody who has a uh, 
proud sweet tooth. You know, I'm, I'm known for that. Um, the cookies are very good, vegan cookies. Um, and I think just from the business aspect for her, she has a couple of decisions to make um, in terms of whether it's um, more profitable to go after the wholesalers or trying to scale up with the restaurants. Um, she, she has some angles and kind of pathways that she can explore. Uh, but I think if she gets those calories on the bag and she can try to frame it, you know, from the health aspect, she just has to get people to, to buy the cookies because once they try them, um, they'll be in love. Oh, we want to thank our guests. Um, before we do that, I need you to plug the Instagram. Where can people find you? Baked by Tay. Baked by Tay, which um, is T-E. 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 Baked by T-E. Baked by T-E on, on Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. People can place their orders there. They definitely can. All right. Well, we want to thank our guest today, Shantae Barlett, for sharing her story with us. She is the founder and chef at Baked by Tay. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much for having we me. We want to wish you the best on your thank journey. You. Uh, we also want to give a huge shout out to our sponsor, Intuit, and our network partner, ACAST. Signing out is your host, Fred Van Vliet, for the Bet On Yourself podcast with my co host, D Folk. Out. Out. If I don't work, then I don't eat, but I got kids to feed. I know the family looking at me to get it, just know I'm with it. All the ones who busting you with your actions, I can't forgive them. I remember all the ones who said fuck it, but now we living. Running up a hundred M's and I promise I won't forget it. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.